Hey guys, welcome back to the Road to Madness podcast. I'm Matt Caglio. I'm Mindong. 106 days until March Madness begins. 106 days indeed. <laughs> yeah. As you know, new counter and uh, it's been a while. Obviously, finished up the conference previews uh, about a week and a half ago now. And um, we've definitely sit back, relaxed, and enjoyed this first week of an insane college basketball season. So uh, pretty much we are back now. Going to start getting back into the swing of things as we have a lot of fantastic games to cover. A lot of interesting takes to cover as well because there have been some crazy stories thus far in college basketball. And um, it seems like the road to madness uh, has already started the first week of the college basketball season. So we'll go over some of those games and we'll also cover some games this upcoming week as well. Top performers, team of the week, you name it. So uh, back to the usual things uh, during the season. And going to implement some new segments as well in here and there. So uh, stay tuned for those. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I believe it was a was a well-deserved little week and a half yeah. off. Uh, we did about 10 conferences in, what, 12 days, which is pretty crazy. I mean, that's a lot of commitment there. So I feel like took a much-needed break. But we're back. Uh, we're not leaving, obviously. And, uh, yeah. Gonna be more excited looking at all the tweets. It's it's all saying the bubble is weak already, which I, I totally agree with. I actually went to my first college basketball game. It was, was Providence versus Northeastern. What a great game that was uh before Providence put away. Love the T Swift anthem. That was my favorite part of the of the game, obviously. Uh, if you didn't see the Twitter, you should. It's, it's very funny. I'm singing it there too. But um yeah, I say I say we get to week two of the AP poll, or week one, I should say. Yeah, technically it is week one, and uh, I'll let you catch your breath before you get things started once again. But, um, yeah, man, haven't gotten to a game just yet. Um, school has been hectic, but I'm trying to get in there once. Uh, Clemson does play today, but uh, I don't think I'm, I'm going to go because there's just so many good games on tonight, and I also have some homework to do. So I'll push back that back. But um, going to try and get to some games as well when we get home. Obviously, Thanksgiving is next weekend. Probably won't get to a game then, but over winter break, I think, you and I are going to have some chances to go to some games. Obviously, connections are key in this college basketball world, and uh, we have some, thankfully. So we're going to try and utilize those and uh, try and get some games together because, uh, obviously, the more games we can, the better. And, uh, obviously, we just love college basketball. Yeah. And, uh, obviously, the AP poll, 63 AP voters. And the number one team receiving 44 of those first-place votes is UNC. Number two. Uh, with 14 first place votes, it's Gonzaga, and the Gonzaga has a huge game ahead of them. Obviously, you know what's coming, and uh, see you celebrate already. Houston at number three, receiving two of the first place votes. Kentucky at number four, receiving three of those first place votes. Uh, rounding out the top five is Baylor, six, Kansas, seven, Duke. Those two teams, six and seven, play today. Uh, no Bill Self in that game, obviously, last game before he gets to come back. Eight UCLA, nine Arkansas. Rounding out the top ten is Creighton. Arkansas and Creighton flip flopped uh, this week. Not much movement for the rest of the top ten. Texas moves up a spot at eleven. Uh, Indiana twelve. Auburn thirteen. Arizona fourteen. And TCU fifteen. Uh, we'll talk about TCU later on in the episode. Sixteen. Virginia seventeen. San Diego State. 18, Alabama, 19, Arkansas, 20, Michigan, 21, Dayton, and uh, 
the biggest faller of the, the week, staying in the AP poll still, falling down 11 spots is number 22, Tennessee, number 23, Texas Tech, and uh, welcome to the top 25, these two teams, number 24, Texas A&M, number 25, UConn, uh, the next top five teams receiving votes, Michigan State, Purdue, Villanova, Miami, St. Louis. What are your thoughts? Yes. And um, let's keep in mind, these were subjects to the games before yesterday. So uh, we'll talk about those games after this. But, um, yeah, man, really. Some details on game. But um, most top 25 teams did their job, most of them, I should say. And uh, as you can see, we already had two drops into these um, into these rankings. Um, Villanova dropped and Oregon dropped. And uh, I'll cover those two teams quickly, I guess. Uh, Villanova did play this weekend. Um, they did lose to Temple in a tough game. And, uh, yeah, Villanova's offense and the point guard play, I think, is the big problem for them right now. They also played last night against Delaware State, and they barely won that game. And that was a very, con uh, not controversial, but surprising uh, result for them. I thought they were going to absolutely blow them out, but they did not. That shows some scares for Villanova moving forward. But, hey, they're still not full strength yet, so we'll see how that changes when Mr. Justin Moore comes back. And Oregon, tough loss to UC Irvine on Friday. UC Irvine's a very good team. But um, Oregon is the better team and uh, just didn't really come to play, man. DJ Davis had a great game for UC Irvine. And uh, this was at Oregon, by the way. So, uh, yeah, for Oregon, man, going to need to try and bounce back. It is early, so a lot of time left to change that. But uh, tough loss for them. But uh, overall, all the other teams got the job done. Um, we'll talk about the game that happened yesterday um, in a sec. But uh, every other team, top 25 team, got the job done. And uh, some some controversial. I mean, not not controversial. I keep saying that's not the word I want to use. Some very close games uh, than expected, but uh, overall, all top twenty-five teams got the job done. Yeah, definitely agree with you. Uh, like we said, been a crazy week, and yeah, Villanova, man, I think that's the main story of this year with Kyle Neptune finally coming in. Um, looks like a typical Villanova team on paper, but you can just tell something's a little off for now. And like you said, the point guard play, it's, it's very, very bad right now. And they were down a couple points at Delaware State, which is kind of just unacceptable. I mean, yeah. <laughs> they were down a half they were down a halftime. Yeah. Which is bad. That's that's not good. Delaware State, credits to them, but uh I think Villanova should win that uh, game by twenty, uh nine times out of ten. I, I don't and they're at home. It's not like they're on the road. They're at home. And you got to win that game. You can't be winning by that close of a margin. That's just not good looking forward for them. So we'll see how that pans out. But a uh, lot of lot of really good upsets this past week is what I've been very excited about. Um, but you got to look at the game yesterday as well. And that was another top 25 team that got knocked off. That was TCU at home as well. They lost to Northwestern State, the team who – um, you made fun of last year, if you do remember. Well, kind of. But, uh, yeah, they played Gonzaga last year. They pretty good against them, and uh, we knew that they were going to be pretty good this year, and uh, here they go, taking down TCU by one at home. Phenomenal win for them. I know Mike Miles Jr. wasn't playing. I know Damian Pollock is suspended six games, but that doesn't matter. TCU is a good team, and they should win that game 
regardless of losing two of their top guys. It doesn't matter. They were at home as well, and uh, that was a very shocking loss for them. And uh, I know that they did move. Uh, I thought they should have moved down, even with a close scare to Arkansas Pine Bluff in the first game of the season. But now TCU will probably be dropping out of the rankings come next Monday. But, um, yeah, what are your thoughts on TCU? Because, obviously, you're very high on them this year, and uh, you seem not to be worried. But if I were you, I don't know if I'd, I don't know if I'd stand with that. Yeah, I'm not worried whatsoever. Um, obviously, they struggled against Arkansas Pine Bluff. Uh, that was pretty bad. But uh, at least Mike Miles Jr. was playing that game, and he did hit the, the dagger. That's why I thought he is my win. He is my winning award winner in the – uh, that was my that was my prediction that he was my winner award winner. Jamie Dixon was my uh my coach of the year, and I'll still stand by that until I can't no more. But it's too early in the season uh for me to change my mind. Obviously, uh, Damian Blau, he is suspended uh, for six games, so he's got three more games left, and I'm not uh I'm not too worried when they're all fully back because obviously they're not fully back yet. Mike Monster Jr. has not been playing 100 percent, you know, past two games he played and finally had to sit out this game. Well, he's coming back in three games. So I'm not, I'm not worried whatsoever. This is a team that, that almost beat Arizona uh, last year, March Madness, and they, they, they fully returned their whole team. So I'm definitely not worried what right now. All right. I mean, yeah, that definitely, that's a tough loss. And obviously they've had some interesting games. I mean, they almost lost to Arkansas Pine Bluff at home as well. Um, couple interesting games for them thus far, but um, I mean, uh, it is early and things do happen, which is understandable, but I don't think you should be toe to toe with two teams, no disrespect, but two teams that aren't seen as very good according to the Kempom rankings. And uh, yeah, it's been a little scary thus far for them, but obviously plenty of time to figure it out. So yeah, I mean, there's just been a lot of games, a lot of action, and um, these aren't the only upsets. There've been a lot of other upsets as well. Uh, two teams that we can talk about are the two Florida teams, Florida and Florida State. Florida State, uh, a team that we thought was going to turn things around. Leonard Hamilton, obviously, a very good coach, and Florida State has seen a lot of good success. Uh, they are 0-3 right now. Uh, yes, you heard me right, 0-3. They've lost to Troy. They've lost to Stenson. And I don't remember the other team they lost to. Do you remember who else they lost to? Troy, Stenson, and yeah. who's the third? UCF. Yes, right. UCF. And uh, yeah, as for Florida State, I don't know what's going on, but uh, some of the teams are also other struggling in that conference. Another team is Louisville. Louisville is now 0-2 in the new, in the Kenny Payne era. They have lost to Wright State and Bellarmine, or Bellarmine. Uh, did you know what you were saying? Bellarmine wrong? It's no, like I don't know, actually. I saw a Twitter, I saw a tweet about that, but uh, I didn't know that, but uh yeah, what are your thoughts on those two ACC teams? And then we'll talk about Florida as well. Florida just lost to FAU yesterday. Great game, and uh, FAU's underrated, definitely. But uh, what are your thoughts on uh, some of these high major teams already losing buying games? Because uh, Oklahoma State's another team that lost the buying game. Oklahoma has lost one. There's a lot of Power Five conferences, uh, Power Five teams that have lost some games that they easily should have won uh, any single year. And uh, it seems like it's a different year this year. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, that's just how the portal and NIL is uh nowadays, obviously with the portal, you could leave and uh you you could be a one-time transfer and be eligible immediately. And obviously these coaches I think are taking advantage of it. And uh 
obviously one man's trash is another man's treasure when they're playing when they're in the when they're at the end of the bench on a high major team they can be a star on a low major low mid major team and that's exactly what guys are doing because they're all good enough they're playing division one for a reason and uh, they're there for a reason and obviously that's just the beauty of college basketball nowadays and uh, with the rules changing with college athletes making money now uh you never know where people can go nowadays and I think that that really changes things up and obviously there's there's a couple front runners uh for this year but i think anybody could be anybody for real yeah i definitely agree with that and uh it, it's, it's honestly been very entertaining thus far because uh there's a lot of games that we expected to definitely go one way and it completely 380 the other way and uh obviously i've already mentioned a lot of teams arizona state is another team that's lost a good game already uh, oklahoma state I already mentioned um I don't know. I mean, there's like I could go on and on about who has already dropped the game, and it seems like a lot of these high major teams are dropping games left and right, and uh, it's kind of bizarre. And uh, even some of the top, like even like even UNC struggled against uh, Charleston. I know they that struggled, they they struggle against Charleston every year. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But uh, I mean, Charleston's a good team. Uh, don't get me wrong, but uh, I've, I've I've I think there's just a lot of a lot of more parity in, in this college basketball world this year which I'm, I'm here for man I, I honestly like that a lot and uh I, I honestly love it when there's no clear front runner and I, I mean I know that this the top the top top dogs are still top dogs in this sense but uh a lot of these other teams that we expected to do good things are already dropping games and uh I'll give another example yesterday I watched BC play Maine Maine a team who has been notoriously not the best in terms of the Ken Palm and just overall record wise uh, Maine won that game, and uh, they looked really good against BC. And uh, I know BC has been a struggling team, but um, I mean, there's just a lot of games. Like, I'll go, I'll go with Temple too, and I'll, no, I'll go with you know who I'll go with. I'll go with Colorado, a team we've not mentioned just yet. Colorado obviously beat your Tennessee Vols, which is why Tennessee did drop in the rankings. Colorado lost to Grambling State, uh, a team from the SWAC, and uh, Grambling State is. A good team, don't get me wrong, but Colorado should win that game, man. And uh, it's just a ton of uh, cases like this where it's just crazy. USC, another team we didn't mention, lost to Florida Gulf Coast. Florida Gulf Coast is a good team, but USC should win that game. They're a really talented team. And uh, I think it's just really crazy how this season's going this far. I didn't expect these this many upsets one week into the college basketball season. It seems like, it seems like this is the most in a long time. And uh, I'm all for it. I honestly love it. And uh, I hope this continues. But obviously, things may, might go to reality soon. But who knows? I mean, we could be seeing a lot of new teams try and crack into the March Madness tournament this year, which I'm all for. Yeah. And uh, how about the SWAC conference? Like you mentioned, Grambling State receiving votes in this week's AP poll. Uh, and uh, Texas Southern, I think, beat Arizona State by one in OT the other day as well. And uh, the 2-0 and SWAC Pac-12 challenge, I think, right? Or is it 3-0? and Did it beat someone else? Uh, I believe they're 2-0. and I'll double check real quick. But um, And I do know there's one more game. That is Washington State versus Prairie View A&M. That's tonight. So, uh, it could be 3-0 and or 4-0. and but I think it's I think it's three and uh, to end the series, which is I'm giving them conference of the week because that's pretty yeah. impressive. 
Yeah, and then another conference of the week is it's got to be the A-Sun, man. The A-Sun took down two ACC teams. Obviously, we talked about Stenson. Um, I believe that, No, Stenson didn't take out both, but uh, Troy took out Florida State. No, no, Troy's not in the A-Sun. What am I talking about? Um, Stenson took out um, Louisville. No, no, no. Stenson took out Florida State, and Bellarmine took out Louisville, which is what I was trying to say. But, um, yeah. Those are the two conferences of the week for sure. And uh, even like Queens, shout out Queens. They took down Marshall, which was good stuff for them. Uh, first D1 win. A lot of teams got their first D1 win as well. Shout out Stonehill. Took down Army. Uh, surprising win. And uh, I'm just really happy with Stonehill. Uh, big game tonight for them. We might talk about it in our picks. But, um, yeah, uh, those are the two conferences of the week for sure. And, um, I mean, I'm just really excited college basketball's back. Uh, we've been watching games nonstop, and uh, we knew we had to come on here, and we knew that we're going to have to talk about a lot, and it's just kind of hard to talk about it all because there's just so much going on left and right and everywhere, and uh, that's just the beauty of college basketball, man. Uh, it's, it's no sense of ordinary. Nothing is ordinary in the college basketball world. It is all bizarre and madness, as we all say. But, um, yeah, uh, I can go through uh, – Players of the week. Do you have a guy in mind, or do you want me to just go to it? Uh, you can go through them. I'll, I'll cover my team of the week before you can cover yours too. All right. Sounds good. And uh, there's been a lot of guys that have had phenomenal games thus far. Um, we're gonna do based on averages. So, I mean, I know that there's some guys that dropped close to forty point games thus far, and uh, I'll mention a couple of those guys that I thought were falling out. Obviously, you got to go with UAB's finest, Jordan Walker, Jelly Fam. Uh, he's been putting on a show, 38 points in the win against Alabama State last Monday, and then they played Toledo on Friday. He had 25, four assists, four steals in that game. They did lose. Toledo's a fantastic team. But, uh, yeah, Jordy, Jordan, Jelly Fam, Walker, putting on a show thus far. Another guy I want to mention, Trey Calvin, Wright State. He's been putting on a show. Uh, game of the one of the games of the week had to have been that Davidson Wright State game double OT. Davidson did end up winning this one. Foster Lawyer, another guy I want to mention, put on a show in that game, but it was him against Trey Calvin pretty much. Uh, Trey Calvin had 37, five assists, three rebounds, three steals, and Foster Lawyer had a heck of a game 38 points. And I believe he had my, now my computer just froze. That's awesome. But um, Foster Lawyer had 38 points, and he was lighting it up from the three-point line. So shout out to him. But that was a phenomenal game. Um, wow. My whole internet just crashed. Uh, I'm still in Zoom, but my whole, like, grabbed it. So, yeah. Um, those are the two guys I want to mention. Yuri Collins as well. He's already off to uh, averaging 14 assists. I know it's early, but I mean, that guy's an absolute baller. And he dishes the ball so nicely. Good game for them tonight. We'll talk about that soon. But, um, yeah, there's just so much good stuff going on. I can mention a ton of guys. Cam Tyson, another guy I want to mention from Seattle. Shout out to him. Um, Aaron Estrada, Hofstra, he's been putting on a show. We can go left and right, but uh, I'll let you get to your team of the week. Yeah, my team of the week. I feel like it's a fairly easy one. It's uh, St. Mary's. I think, I think they solidify themselves as a, as a legit team. This year, I mean, I knew they were legit from the start. I I picked them first in the West Coast Conference, and obviously, I'm gonna stand by that too. I think I think it's a realistic. After watching these past three games, I think 
it's pretty pretty realistic. I mean, uh, their first three games: Oral Roberts, Vermont, and North Texas. Um, and to beat beat Vermont by twenty six, and allow North Texas to thirty three points and beat them by thirty, it just shows how how good they are in in the system they play. in. Randy Bennett obviously does such a great job with them, and uh, they could play at a at any team's pace, but obviously they play they they're the ones normally controlling the pace. Their defense is is amongst the elite as well. And I'm excited to see what they do next in their non-conference. They face Southern tomorrow. They face Hofstra on Saturday. And uh, next week they face Vandy. So they have a pretty tough non-conference schedule, in my opinion. Um, and, yeah, I think. And they face Houston. Houston's the December 3rd game and San Diego State the week after that. So I feel like those are two tests. Um, and that they, they somehow beat Houston, somehow beat San Diego State, I think, I think they're going to – have have a number next to their name in the AP poll, a very high number next to the Yeah. Yeah. And uh yeah, they've been looking really good. And uh I'm very excited for that game against Hofstra. Hofstra is a team of the week that I was gonna mention, but uh I mean they've had a phenomenal run thus far. Uh beat Princeton, beat Iona, beat George Washington, sitting at three and oh. Um it's been mostly the Aaron Estrada show. He had 33 points last night against George Washington. Um James Bishop had uh, 44 for uh, George Washington in the loss. So shout out to him. That's a, that's a great, um, I think he, I think that's the high so far this year, 44, I believe. But um, yeah, that big game against St. Mary's on Saturday, uh, that's going to be a good one for Hofstra. And if Hofstra can somehow pull that off, I think Hofstra should start getting some votes because that's a great, that's a quad one opportunity to try and win. So uh, shout out to them. They're looking really good this far. And um I mean, there's a lot of other teams you could mention. Um, I mean, I'll quickly shout out. Uh, who am I going to shout out? Shout out. Uh, shout out Sam Houston State for taking down uh, Oklahoma, setting that three and zero thus far. Um, did I mean they? They didn't really play the D one team after that, but uh, that's a good start to the season for taking down Oklahoma. Um, there's just so many teams that you could give team of the week too after just so many upsets. Uh, Stenson. You got to give them a nod as well. Yeah. Uh, they've had two uh, top, not top power, power five conferences wins. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but uh, they took down South Florida the other night and they took down obviously Florida state and they're sitting at, I believe they're three and oh, um, where are they? Uh, yeah, they are. They're two and oh, so two wins for them. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just, there's just so many teams you could go with for team of the week. It's, I mean, it's not a big enough sample size. I understand that, but uh, so many teams definitely turned our eyes this this past week. So uh, shout out to all those teams. Big shout out also Keontae Johnson from Kansas State finally getting some run. I love to see that from him. Very happy for him. Obviously, last year we already talked about the story, but uh, he's been balling, man. He's averaging fourteen and a half, and uh, he's shooting the ball very well and efficiently from the field as well. And uh, Kansas State. Got a couple of good uh, wins already. They got a couple of good challenges coming up with him the next week or so. But um, yeah, man, just a lot of great college basketball, a lot of great stuff going on. Could not be happier. The season's finally underway. Another quick shout out to DePaul. Good win yesterday. That's always going to be my team. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's get this last but not least in this segment. It's been a long time. Uh, picks, man. I feel like Tuesday, Wednesday. I don't know. 
Are we doing an episode Thursday or should we refer it to Friday? I mean, I do have an exam Thursday, so I don't know. All right. Next episode Friday it is. Uh, kicking things off today, Slate, go with uh, the 6.30 slot. The Gavit Games has finally tipped off, obviously. One-to-one so far. Penn, Penn State won yesterday against Butler and DePaul beat Minnesota. So it's 1-1. Uh, day two of the Gavit Games. Who will win this matchup? Northwestern versus Georgetown in D.C. Yeah, man. I like this matchup a lot. I think both teams – have had some scares, especially Georgetown. A tough scare against uh, Copen State to kick off their season. But uh, I think Georgetown is going to pull this one out at home. Uh, that does bring me to a play of the day that I do have. I like Georgetown to win this game. It's going to be a close one, but I think Georgetown pulls it out. They're still finding that rhythm, and uh, a lot of guys have looked really good. Shout out to uh, Acott. Acott. Uh, I, that's how you say his name. I forgot. but uh, I forgot how you pronounce his name, but uh, shout out to him. Mm-hmm. And uh, Georgetown receiving some terrific news uh, last night that Jay Heath has won his waiver to play this week, this uh, this year. So uh, obviously he's going to be playing today. And transfer from BC and Arizona State, he's a double-digit scorer all three years of his college career. I think it's going to be a huge boost for them in the backcourt. And uh, yeah, I also got Georgetown here at home. Yeah, definitely. And uh, two of the biggest games of the year. Uh, <laughs> Per usual, they kick off the State Farm Champions Classic. Uh, if, you, if you're looking to vote on these games, we have made polls on Instagram and Twitter already. So go head over there and uh, see who the uh, Road to Madness fans have winning that game. But uh, it is at seven, the first of the two. Number four, Kentucky, uh, Michigan State. Michigan State has already had some good games. Uh, that we, also, we haven't even talked about the uh, Veterans Day game, uh, obviously on the battleship. What a phenomenal game that was, Gonzaga and Michigan State. Michigan State uh, had a chance to win it at the uh, buzzer, fell up just short, and Gonzaga ended up winning this game. A great comeback win for them. Drew Timmy had a great game. But Michigan State looked really good against uh, one of the top five teams in the nation, so that loss shouldn't hurt them too, too much. What do you think that they'll do against number four, Kentucky, who looked pretty good? You know, obviously in the Big Ten preview, I kind of kind of said Michigan State is is usually this, – this looks like a weaker Michigan State team than usual. And uh, – Looking at that Gonzaga game, I was I was probably wrong. So uh, I got Michigan State in an upset here. Mm, interesting. Uh, I think Michigan State's really good. Um, I don't know how the matchup against Kentucky though. Uh, so something's gonna tell me Kentucky's gonna win this game. But uh, I was very impressed with what Michigan State did the other night. Uh, I think they had a really good game. Uh, Maddie Sissoko had a phenomenal game. I was very impressed to see him shine. But I think Kentucky's a much more well-rounded team, and they got their motor going. So I'm going to go Kentucky winning this game. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, we got to cover all ranked teams here. Number 13, Auburn, host, Winthrop. Who you got on that one? Yeah, man, Winthrop, uh, they looked okay. They did lose to Penn State by a hefty amount. Uh, they bounced back against Middle Tennessee State. But Auburn's a different breed. Auburn looks really good this year thus far. Only played two games. They haven't played a road game just yet, but uh, took down George Mason convincingly in South Florida as well. I got Auburn going to three now. Yeah, I do too. Next game up, we go to number 25, UConn, hosting Buffalo. Buffalo looks a little different this year. UConn has looked strong thus far. What do you got winning this game? UConn. I got UConn as well. Welcome to the top 25. Hopefully you can stay there for a while. Was I muted? Yes. 
right, good. <laughs> you were laughing. Uh, seven o'clock, obviously. Once again, the Pac-12 SWAC Legacy Series. They look SWAC looks to finish this off. They already won the challenge, but uh, three and zero here would look crazy on their resume. Preview A&M. They host Washington State. Who you have in that one? Yeah, man. Washington State's looks. All right, thus far, I believe they did lose to Boise State, which was an interesting loss for them. But, uh, yeah, Prairie View is not too bad of a team, so I would not be surprised if this game was pretty close. But at the end of the day, uh, I think Pac-12 would get a win. So I'm going to go Washington State win this game. Yeah, I do as well. I won't be surprised if Prairie View uh, wins, but in Washington State, it's the obvious choice. Definitely agree. And let us go to 7 o'clock. Uh, interesting game here uh, at the um, – the, I don't know where they're playing. It's at Syracuse, though. Colgate going to Syracuse. Obviously, last year, Colgate did defeat Syracuse, dropped 100 on them, if I'm not mistaken. Do you think Syracuse will bounce back? And Syracuse has only played one game so far, so who do you go in this game? Uh, that's Syracuse winning this game. I'm going to go Colgate and upset. Someone's telling me otherwise. Mm-hmm. And uh, 7 o'clock, your school hosts – South Carolina upside. Both teams are, are one and one. Who did Clemson lose to? South Carolina. South Carolina. Rough loss. But uh, who you got in that one? Obviously, your school. We'll bounce back. Uh, <laughs> not going to be going because uh, I want to watch some other games. But uh, we had a tough uh, start to the Citadel game. But uh, I think we'll bounce back. Good team at home. I got us. Yeah, obviously. Uh, I got Clemson as well. Just a warning for you. Got about nine minutes left in this. I know, I can see. All right, all right. And uh, 8 p.m., Gardner-Webb, number one UNC. Who do you got? UNC, but shout out my boy, Leon Williams of Gardner-Webb. Obviously played in the same AAU team with him, practiced with him for a couple of years, so I'm rooting for him today. I got UNC. Shout out to him, though. Uh, next up, we'll go with... All right, we'll go with we'll go with we'll go with another game of games at eight thirty, Marquette and Purdue, obviously at the Mackey Arena. Who you got? Give me Purdue at home. Marquette's looking good, but Purdue's looking better. Yeah, Purdue is looking very good, and uh, they're at home as well, so easily Purdue. Tough road game for number seventeen, San Diego State going to Stanford. Uh, should be a good game. Who do you have? Uh, I got San Diego State here. I don't think Stanford's that good, honestly. I would disagree. I think Stanford's pretty good. I'm going to go San Diego State, though. Mm. And uh, in my opinion, this is one of the games of the day. Obviously, there's another game at 930. That's a lot better. But Memphis uh, travels to St. Louis. Who you got in that one? Should be a great uh, resume builder in the long term. Great game, indeed. I like I like both these teams a lot. I think Memphis uh, has a good chance to be good this year. Uh, I'm going to go with Memphis on the road. Uh, I'm just going to arrive at that, but I think St. Louis is a very good team, and we'll know who you'll be picking. Yeah, I'm picking St. Louis. Of course you are. And the final game of the day, uh, two more games, actually. Uh, 9.30, number seven, Duke, number six, Kansas. This should be a phenomenal game. Oh, there's actually another game as well. But uh, this is another Champions Classic game. Should be a phenomenal one. Who do you have? Yeah, this is a very good game. Without Bill Self, though, and uh, I got to take Duke here. I think I – think that is going to make a difference. Zach Clements is also not playing today. He's one of their their big guys on Kansas. So I think Duke here is a good play. I think Duke spread at minus 1.5 is also a pretty good play as well. But, uh, yeah, I got Duke. 
doesn't matter if Bill Self's not there. I think Kansas is still going to win this game. I think Kansas has more talent and more experience. I know they don't have a coach, but I think they'll compensate for that with that talent. So I'm going to go with Kansas getting a very big win. This is going to be the game of the day for sure. Very excited for it. Mm-hmm. And the Battle of Alabama, 18 Alabama, travels to South Alabama. Who you got in that one? I got Bama. South Alabama's not bad of a team, though, so they could keep it close. Yeah. Uh, Bama's been dominant to start the year. Got to stick with them. Final game of the day, 21 Dayton going to UNLV. That's a trap game, I think, for Dayton. Who do you have one in this game? I'm going to I'm gonna roll with Dayton, though. Yeah. I do think Dayton still wins, but I think it could be very close. Mm-hmm. And on to Wednesday, uh, 6 o'clock. 20 Michigan surviving a scare against Eastern Michigan. Shout out to Monty Bates. Obviously, we didn't shout him out either. 30 points, very efficient 30 points. And uh, he looked, he looks like what he was in high school coming out of high school. He looked really good, huh? Very good. I was very impressed. Yeah. Obviously, Michigan travels. Oh, sorry. It's not a travel. It's a neutral, neutral site game, the Legends Classic in Brooklyn. Uh, Michigan versus Pitt. Who you got? Still got Michigan, Hunter Dickinson, and John Hooley will be a good matchup, but Dickinson's going to win that one. Yeah, Michigan by a lot. Next up, tough game for 22 Tennessee. They got a Florida Gulf Coast who's already knocked off a Pac-12 team. Do you think that they can uh, shock your balls here? They could, but I'm not expecting them to. <laughs> I think they could as well, but I'm, I'm going to say Tennessee still wins. Mm-hmm. And back to the Gavin games, I think this is a pretty even game. Iowa. Uh, Seenan Hall in Jersey, who you got? Great game. Very excited for it. Uh, Prudential Center has a tough home court advantage, so I'm going to go with Seton Hall on this one. Yeah, Seton Hall for me as well. 8 p.m., Texas Southern looks to take down another packed uh, top five, power five conference team. They got to go to number three, Houston, though. Who do you have won this game? Yeah, Houston's. I think Houston is the best-looking best team. I think if I were to vote in the AP poll, I wrote them number one, uh, but I, yeah. Or number two, obviously, you know, my number one team. We'll keep that confidential for now. <laughs> but, uh, I got Houston here. They're, they're easy, the best-looking team so far out of all teams in Division One. Agreed. I got Houston. Obviously, this is my pick for the win the championship. Oh, well, this is my second pick to win the championship because uh, you know who I picked. But, yeah, I got Houston. Yeah. And next up, number nine, Arkansas. They host the Jackrabbits, South Dakota State. Who you got in this one? Good game for them. Uh, Jackrabbits have a tough game against St. Bonnie's tonight. If they win that one, I think it could be a little bit closer. I'm still going to roll with the must bus. Arkansas looks pretty good. Yeah, I'm picking the upset here. Uh, I got South Dakota State. Uh, I got South Dakota State here. I think I think they're, they're capable of beating this team. Arkansas, obviously. I don't know. I think – I don't know. I'm a little skeptical of them right now. All right. That's very fair, honestly. And uh, 9.30 we go. Wait, did I make a pick? Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, at 9.30 we go. I, I I would like to say this is the game of the week, but I'm not sure. I don't know why ESPN keeps playing videos when I have not touched it. I know you probably can't even hear Can you even hear it? I don't even think you can. Somewhat. But, um, not really. Whatever. But regardless, 9.30 we go to the Moody Center. Who's playing? Number two, Gonzaga. Number 11, Texas. This is arguably the game of the week. I know that there's a good game tonight, but uh, I personally think that this is the game of the week. 
This should be a phenomenal game. I am so excited for it. We didn't win this game. Yeah, this is a great matchup, obviously. Um, I'm going to go with Texas here. Wow. Are you really? I am. I think I, wow. think, I think as of right now, I think I think seeing the Michigan State game uh, with Gonzaga, I think, I think there's a lot of weaknesses to Gonzaga this year. Uh, and that showed against Michigan State, I think Izzo really did exploit them a good amount. And I think, I think, I think Coach Beard could use that to his advantage. And I think Texas will be a lot more prepared uh, for this game. And I think they will take it. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And you know who I'm going with? Hook those horns, baby. Uh, <laughs> on, tech, on TikTok yesterday, I, I was, I was, it popped. In the first round of March Madness, that just brought me a good sign for tomorrow. Texas is going to get a massive win tomorrow, and I'm so excited for it. Yeah. Um, we, we will not be doing Thursday slate because that's a huge slate as well. So we'll just be- check the polls. Check the polls. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll post all the, the games. If we, don't, if we don't do an episode on Thursday, check the polls. But my play of the day for today is – Pen money line or pen spread or money line at plus odds if you can. Um, pen is due, obviously. I think pen is due. And I think that's a very good bet against Drexel. And, um, yeah, that's all we got for today. Somehow we have a minute and a half left, which I'm pretty impressed with. Very impressed. And uh, I did pick Georgetown, but I also really do like Temple. I know Temple's playing Vanderbilt. I know Temple just beat Villanova, and they're very high on their horse. But, hey, they're home, and uh, I know they did lose their first game at home, but I think they'll bounce back, and I think the Temple will get the win. Uh, I'd take the spread, but, I mean, I'm not too sure. But, hey, uh, we are done now. Obviously, it's good to be back. It's been a week. We have digressed from college basketball, and uh, at least the first week of it. But the madness continues. I expect no signs of college basketball to slow down. I think it's just getting started. And tonight is a very good slate. I'm very excited for it. So for those of you that do not have anything going on, sit back, relax, and uh, watch some of these fantastic games. If you, ESPN, CBS, you find it, and uh, you should watch it. But, uh, yeah, I think that is all I got for today's episode. We'll see you on Thursday or Friday. But uh, continue to keep watching. Madness is upon us. So, yeah, that is all I got for today's episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, it's always March, baby. It's always March, baby. Thank you guys for tuning in.